We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated in late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. It is Friday night. It, uh, uh, Friday, it's Friday night. night. It's Dude, don't you night. wish it was Friday night? No, I, I'm happy in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm yeah, isn't that very... Uh, uh, Buddhist of you. Oh, yeah. You know. well, when I think of Buddha, I think of John Hancock. Well, you just said I'm happy in the moment. you got to be happy in the moment. Okay. Well, it's Monday night. It's Hancock. It's Kelly. That's Matt Pajeski behind the board. We call him PJ. You know that. We played some pool today. I was the Washington Generals, as usual. And uh, tell us how you did, John. Well, it was a struggle. Um, it was not queuing at my finest. You got off to an 11-point lead, if memory serves. But, uh, you know, the warm turned, and uh, it went, went pretty well. I had a good run, and then we switched to nine ball, which is a game of luck. <laughs> you and won that. A couple of them, and then yeah. you won the last one. Five I won the four. last one before we came here. Your and back then, was getting hurt. It's starting I'm, to hurt. I'm really sore. I'm old. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're a grandpa. I'm a grandpa, and I'm old. And so, yeah, the back was starting to give out a little bit, but... Uh, you were shooting well at times, Kelly. So what's the deal with the baby? Have you gotten to hold it again since? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you, like, over there every day? Uh, and... Pretty much every other day. So Georgian's there every day. Of course. And uh, and I get over there, and uh, baby Tula is doing very well. She went to the doctor. And so a lot of babies, she's 11 days old today, so she's a newborn. And um, so a lot of babies, they put on this three-hour feeding regimen. Uh-huh. Not Tula. She's, she's gained so much weight uh-huh. that they said just feed her whenever she wants to eat. And that's so they don't have to worry that's about That's kind of like, well, that's a Hancock thing. <laughs> a Hancock, you, that's yeah. what they say about you. Just feed him whenever he wants to eat. <laughs> so she's doing great. Mary Catherine's doing well. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier. It's it's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, the uh, feeding whenever you want to eat. Did you? So I was in the Boy Scouts for a small period of time. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Hated every moment of it. I didn't Eagle. like the camping I'm stuff. I'm an Eagle Scout. I know you are. Yeah. yeah. You have an orienteering merit badge, I which do. is the biggest fraudulent badge <laughs> I've ever heard of because you can't find your way yeah, not good. Um, out of this room it's we're in. Um, uh, about twice a year, I pass my driveway going home. So <laughs> when I made the deal with my mom, when I quit the Boy Scouts, I would join the Key Club. Oh, yeah. Now, were you a member of the Key Club? We didn't have a Key Club. Okay. Key Club is the Kiwanis version, of, oh, okay. like a, a high school oh, version of right. Kiwanis. Yeah. Yeah. You had Mr. What's his name? Ron Kerr. Yeah. One Mr. of the Kerr. great people out uh-huh. there. And so we, we would have our meetings 
uh, at uh, what was it? It wasn't a, a old country buffet. Oh well, who wouldn't want to be there? Now let me ask you this: Did mm-hmm. you ever used to go back to the buffets back in the day? I did. So when I was in the legislature, there was an old reporter from the Joplin Globe named Jim Wolf. He'd been there forever. Uh-huh. Fascinating guy. He's probably, I don't know, 78, 80 years old. Right. And I was 24, 25. And um, so, yeah, about once a week, uh, we'd go to the, I think it was the Old Country Buffet there in Jeff City. Right. And we'd just hog out, man. What was your, what was your favorite thing? I mean, it's pretty awesome that you can get fish and, and crab legs. All, and, well, no, not at the Old Country Buffet. And, they didn't have any crab legs. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. They had the fried chicken Blueberry jello. They had, um, <laughs> they had the, I don't know what kind of steak it was, but it wasn't a steak that. Would they would they have it under the light and they'd cut you pieces of it? No, 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 no. No, it was just a flap of it there, and you just pick it up and throw it on. But then the mashed potatoes and the peas and the carrots and the green beans and yeah. the salad bar, which uh-huh. probably is, uh, you know, in the age of COVID, probably not a good idea. Yeah, but, and didn't uh, you like the soft serve ice cream at the end of the night? Yes, I did yeah. that as well. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. So, I loved those old things. Yeah, the buffets. Now I, I wouldn't do it anymore. No, I really loved going to the Ponderosa. You ever go to the Ponderosa? Is that the place where you could throw the peanut shells on the ground? No, that was Jack's or better. Okay. Uh, the, no, the Ponderosa was a little steakhouse, and you go in there, and you go through the line. You say, I'll have a T-bone, and they give you a T-bone, and then they got the salad bar. It's uh, Yeah, it was wonderful. Oh, I did, it's, wait a minute. It was like a buffet style? Um, well, it had a little both. So, yeah, you'd, you'd go through there. Through the line, order, get your order, meat, and then you'd get order. your little tray. Did you wait for them to cook it, or did you go sit while they well, cooked I'm it? Well, I'm sure they were all cooked, but, I mean, they pretended like they were cooking it. And I then, see. Uh, and then, yeah, so you get your baked potato and your steak there on the plate, and, uh-huh. uh, and then they, then you got the salad bar and all the fixings and the vegetables. So yeah. That was good stuff. I thought the Ponderosa, you could, they had peanut shells on the table and you no. eat old fashioned peanuts and then throw them on the floor. No, that was a place called Jack's or Better. And that was back, that was before your time. That was back in the I 70s. remember going to a restaurant where you could eat peanuts and throw probably, the shells on the floor. Probably Jack's or Better. Jack's or Better. Yeah. Huh. burger. Did you ever go there back in the day? Never did. Now that was up there where you grew up, right? Yeah. And you know where else I've never been is Wolfie's. I've never been to Wolfie's either. That's the hot dog PJ, place, right? Have you been to Wolfie's? Love Wolfie's. Best yeah. hot dogs in town. Yeah. Where's it at? It's in Overland. Uh, yeah, Overland. It's on the way Page to the Q and what, what, What's we, so great about it? We passed a a hot dog. The, well, it's it's historic Wolfie's. Yeah. 436-7900. Or Chuck uh, Yeah, but no, Wolfie's is one of them. Uh-huh. There's one Wolfie's. And so can and you it's can been get there the, forever. Like the, the chili dog or you they can got get the... They got it all. Yeah. And and, uh, and I've never, and I feel, in fact, you know what? This weekend, I'm going to Woofie's. Well, you know what? Why don't we do it after our show on Friday? All right. Let's go to Woofie's. Before we come back to be on Glover, we'll go to Woofie's, and we'll, we in. can tell we can tell the I'm team in. about it. I'm in. That'll I'm, be a lot of fun. And then, well, and you know, if we really want to do it upright, Kelly. What's that? We can go to Woofie's and have a dog. Uh-huh. Down the street, literally, is the cue and cushion. There we go. That's and what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's, that's totally what uh, we're going to do. A day spent in Overland is a day well spent. We have blown up the phone lines. Wait. Let's uh, <laughs> let's check in with we somebody. Well, PJ, he, the phones are ringing. PJ, who we got? PJ, board. it's Dane. 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 Dane, you're on KMOX. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you. I'm have I'm. It's the first time I have ever talked to y'all too. It is. Well, hello, Dane. That's the first. And well, what's, were... what's amazing? It's the first time we've ever talked to you as well. 
Well, I used to call in when uh, what's his name was on the yeah, uh, yeah. overnight. Yeah, what's we his traded name? him, uh, Ryan Recker. Oh yeah, uh huh. But you were talking about a place where he could uh, eat peanuts and throw it on the shells on the ground. Yeah, yeah, on the floor. Yeah, that was actually a place called Logan's Roadhouse. Logan's, Logan's Roadhouse. All right, in Cape Girardeau. Was there another place called the Ground Round? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a Ground Round. Yeah. Could you do the peanuts and there? I, no. Yeah. And yeah. I think oh, the, the caller before that, do that said it's uh, Ground Round. All right. Uh, go, go ahead, Dan. I think you could also do it at Texas Roadhouse too. Huh? Wow. You ever go down well, to that? I remember. You ever go down to that place down long. there close to uh, Cape Girardeau where they throw things at yeah. Sykeston? Yeah. They throw the roll oh, at so, you. Yes, I've been there. I love it. They whip it from like across the room they at do. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I tell you a little story. I was with church group one year. Yeah. And we went to we went to Lambert's Cafe and. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. We were sitting in, and they had said heads up. I'm like, huh? The next thing I know, I felt the thing. I felt something go boink around my head. I'm like, what the heck was that? It was a oh, roll. We throw rolls here. Yeah. But because of my visual impairment now. They just they just hand the rose too, man. Yeah. Well, oh that's, well, it, that's very nice. That's kind. Now, and Dan, did, look, let me ask you, Dane, are you a baseball fan? Yes. Okay. So, can you name a Cardinal player whose first name was Dane? No, I can't. Dane Orge. He was a he was oh, a wow. He was a bench player in the 1980s. He was on that 1985 Cardinal team. Uh, he was actually the designated hitter when we went to the American League ballpark. Dane Orge. Well, I did. I didn't actually come to the St. Louis area to '92, but I actually followed two baseball teams. Yeah. I follow the Cardinals, right? And also follow my te- uh, Texas uh, team, Texas Rangers. Yeah. So who did you root for in the World Series when the Cardinals and the Rangers were playing? Uh, I was torn. Yeah, yeah. I was torn, but I just wanted to give you a call and let you know that Logan's Roadhouse at Cape Dane, you have, the place you, you have made our night. Uh, we want to thank you for calling. And I hope uh, I hope many a roll falls in your lap uh, and may the bluebird of happiness uh, pass by <laughs> your doorway. Well, thanks a lot. Y'all have a great night. You too. That was Dane. Next up, CNFL Insider. But first, listen to this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly. Sponsored by Insperity. HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120, KMOX. Ah, you know what that music means. It's time for us to go to our NFL insider. He's none other than John Jr. coming to us from the Second City. Jr., how are you? Live from the Windy City, Michael. Beautiful day here in Chicago. How is it over in St. Louis? It's starting to warm up here. We're going to get 92, 94 degrees for the next couple of days. I bet it's going to be fabulous up there in Chicago this week. Yeah, we hit the low 80s today. Mm. Going to be a nice... Nice weather week, hopefully summer here to stay. Yeah, right. it's about time, right? It well, makes the old uh, walk to work all the more pleasant uh, yeah, in the morning. It does, indeed. Well, and the nice thing about summer coming, you know what that means? We got the NHL playoffs, and then training camp starts for the NFL. You got baseball. It's such a great time for sport. And uh, we, we just got through the draft, and you know there's not a week that's going to go by without us talking about the saga that is the biggest fraud in the NFL, Baker Mayfield. Exactly. And I think, unfortunately for Baker, everyone knows he is a fraud. Uh, (laughs) Pete Carroll and the Seahawks don't even want this guy. (laughs) Now he's coming out his camp. They're coming out with the excuses. He's got, you know, he's got a library full of them saying that the Browns set him up for sabotage. They sabotaged him uh, with how he was set up for failure in this most recent season. And uh, I think you look at the game tape, his decision-making clearly – you know, showed the league a lot, and they didn't like what they saw. Well, so, I think everybody's afraid of his paycheck, right? Like, nobody's going to take him because it's yeah, too big no of a one. paycheck. Well, if he's so confident in himself, will he take a pay cut? So I think he needs to. Um, no one's going to give up anything for his current salary. Teams don't want to take the cap hit, and the Browns might have no choice but to cut him, and then his ego is going to take a big hit when he's got to sign for much less money than the $19 million he's guaranteed. Well, I mean, you got the USFL out there, and uh, the XFL is coming back. There could be – he might end up being the quarterback of the St. Louis Battlehawks. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, that'd be something. I don't think – I wouldn't like our odds to win the XFL, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I love – I love them. I love talking Baker Mayfield. All right, so uh, something I don't follow quite as much as you, John, is uh, – is this uh, UFC where they, you know, the guys are fighting and they, I guess they had some big uh, competition over the weekend. Yes. Yeah, so they had the lightweight championship and Charles Oliveira, the uh, defending champion actually vacated his belt. Cause he missed the way in. He was a half a pound overweight. So he had to vacate the title, Whoa. which meant that, you know, he was no longer the defending champion. If he wins, he doesn't get it. And the guy challenging could win it, but he took out his opponent, Justin Gaethje uh, got him to submit in the first round. So he's looking like he's still going to hold on to that, depending on who his next opponent is. And we had a local Missourian, Michael Chandler, no. got a big win in the light and eight, uh, Michael Chandler in the yeah. lightweight division from High Ridge, Missouri. Wow. Jefferson County. It's got to be one what, of the Jefferson what, County. What would, one of the UFC what, What's capitals? the lightweight weight limit? Is that like 160 pounds or something? 155. 155. Oh. So, so the guy missed. You remember his, 155 pounds, John? Huh? Yeah, I, I think I was in fourth grade, fifth my, grade. My left leg. So, <laughs> uh, so, so you're saying the guy missed his way in, and he still got to yeah. fight? Is he that, still got is to that fight. a siren I hear there in downtown Chicago? 
It's uh, yeah, we got lots of sirens in this beautiful city. You know the uh, the, the headlines aren't wrong, folks. <laughs> well, be careful out there. <laughs> oh, always head on a swivel and you're fine. <laughs> do the do the sirens at night keep you up? That's so I adjusted pretty quick. Yeah, um, you know, it's just uh, pretend it's the falling of the rain and. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell the difference. <laughs> All right, so are you following the St. Louis Cardinals while you're out there in uh, Chicago? I am, and, you know, it's a bit of a mixed bag with these Cardinals. Right. Um, just dropped two to the Giants. And I think it's time we seriously consider calling Gorman up from AAA, sliding Edmund over to short and kind of pulling the plug on this Paul DeYoung. You, do you think DeYoung is done? Yeah, I wanted to be a believer, but, I mean, how many chances are you going to give a guy? We kind of saw a similar thing with Carpenter. Um, I think best thing for him and the team is to see if anyone's interested in him and move along. Well, but here's the, here's the challenge, and this is why it's a difficult decision. So you could definitely improve the offense, bringing Gorman up, moving Edmund to shortstop, but there's no guarantee because Gorman's a untested commodity at the big league level. He's having a great time in AAA, but DeYoung had a great – Pre uh, spring training, so you know when you're hitting off of pitchers that aren't so hot, uh, you might do a little better. But but the real the real problem with the trade off is you're going to weaken two positions defensively right up the middle. Uh, you're going to weaken the second base position. Gorman is a natural third baseman. He's just now learning the second base bag, and you're moving Edmund, a Gold Glover at second base. There's another police car, and you're moving him to shortstop where DeYoung is a better. Uh, arguably shortstop. Does that not concern you? It does a little bit, and you're hoping Gorman is able to make the transition quick, hit at a high level to kind of offset that, you know, defensive uh, downgrade that you'd be getting. Yeah, I mean, so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out. Juan Yepes, Cardinals called yeah. him up. He is on fire. This guy he, might he's be been playing real well. He might be the answer at DH. What do you think? Yeah, definitely like what I'm seeing out of him. Uh, seems to be a much better addition than Corey Dickerson in the role. Uh, hopefully he can keep it up. Yeah, Dickerson's had the big contract, though, and he is a good hitter. He just hasn't taken off yet this season. I don't know if you saw yesterday the Giants cut a former Cardinal pitcher. Did you happen to notice that? I did not. Carlos, Who got the X? Carlos Martinez has really? been cut by the San Francisco oh, wow. Giants. So. That's a shame. So there was a guy making $18 million a year. He had uh, the world on a string in so many ways. What do you think was the issue with Martinez, Johnny? You think it was physical, mental, or both? I think it was mental. Um, you know, I think I've run into him a few times at the tin roof, which obviously that <laughs> never ran, ran into pool holes there. You, uh, ran in, <laughs> you ran into Carlos Martinez at the tin roof? Yeah, well, yeah, a couple of times. He had they, incidents the, all over town, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he had been on the east side Wait and got minute. into a couple a of skirmishes. Wait a minute. What's the tin roof? It's like a kid bar downtown. Oh, okay. Like 24-year-olds, right? 24 year olds, okay. right? It's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've aged out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you're, you're telling like. me that while you were living under my roof, you were attending the tin roof bar? No, this is when I was in Tower Grove. Oh, That's okay. right. All right, back in the day. Hey, Johnny, yesterday the Blues had a great day on the ice. Uh, we now are tied up 2-2. Two to two. Jordan Bennington was in the net. If you are the chief, do you stick with Bennington, or do you go back to your uh, keeper of, of Billy the year? Husso, Billy Husa. Yeah, I think you stick with Bennington. Um, you know, I understand people who would say otherwise, but 
I think you put him in, see if he recaptures it and try to take out the wild. And we're going to need Bennington uh, to play on his head to have a chance against the avalanche. And I think he has the potential and certainly the past record of the upside to make that a possibility at least. Chicago's own John Hancock is our guest here. We're talking a little sports for this segment. Uh, my buddy, Michael, John, uh, has been uh, become a new convert to F1 racing. Is that something that's crossed onto your radar screen? And so I've got a lot of friends uh, who've gotten into it in a big way. I really haven't, uh, but you know, certainly growing in popularity, and it's something I definitely want to get into. And uh, did you get to see the Kentucky Derby on Saturday? I did. That was uh, it was a great one. We Rich Strike eighty to one, I think. They said second biggest long shot to ever win. Yeah, since nineteen thirteen. And uh, did you put any money on any of the horses in the Derby? I did not, but I saw a trifecta one dollar would have paid out fourteen thousand. You imagine? Wow! You imagine? So that means so the Superfecta paid out what, like three hundred fifty-eight thousand or something. So yes, yeah, so something if you, ridiculous. If you put if you put ten dollars on the trifecta, uh, and if so, if one dollar pays out, what'd you say? Fourteen thousand. That'd be one hundred forty. That'd be one hundred forty thousand with wow. a ten dollar bet. How about so that? If you put a hundred dollars on there. How much would that be? Oh come on! So kind of carry the one. It's like a trillion dollars. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that would be that would be amazing. All right, everything going yeah. well in your world? Things going well in my world. Uh, but yeah, the books made a killing on that derby. No one had rich strike. Right, no they doubt. Did not. They did not. Buddy, uh, listen, we got a couple of weeks off. We got Cardinal baseball on Monday night. So uh, get out there, explore the city, and uh, we'll be looking forward to talking to you here in the next couple of weeks when we return on the Hancock and Kelly Show. Absolutely. That's John our Hancock, sports our insider. sports insider from Chicago, Illinois. When we come back, who's the biggest sports celebrity you've ever seen play? That's next on KMOX. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on KMOX. <laughs> It is late night with Hancock and Kelly. You can catch us on Fridays. By the way, this Friday will be the first Friday that we will be on in the no longer named Charlie Brennan show. Post-Charlie Brennan era at KMOX. Yeah, that's... You know, that's worthy of a conversation. Let's spend a segment talking about that uh, next hour. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure we'll talk a little on uh, Friday uh, as well. But uh, what a great dude. Hey, speaking yeah. of great dudes. Yes. So uh, there was a picture this week from the F1 race. Yeah. And it was David Beckham. Formula One. Yeah. There was David Beckham. It's a car thing. Arguably, maybe one of the greatest English football players of all time. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, the greatest F1 racer uh-huh. of all time. Well, I've never heard of any, any of these. You, you never heard of Lewis Hamilton? No. I mean, you had Dan Marino, oh, arguably yeah, yeah. Of one of the greater, of better uh, quarterbacks never of all won a time. Super Bowl. And uh, there was one other individual in that photo, and it was Michael Jordan. Heard of him. Who is clearly the greatest of all time when well, it comes I to basketball. Well, I think you can make a, yes, I think. Oh, no, what do you mean it. you can make an argument? No. There is no debate. I, I, agree. I, I agree. You know, I sit with my nieces and nephews, and, and they LeBron, try to tell LeBron, LeBron yeah, and I'm like, no, listen, no. LeBron's insane. It's right. awesome. He's yeah. great. Yeah. He's over the top. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Rivals Michael Jordan. I, I tell you my Michael that. Jordan story. No. So Michael Jordan retired from the Bulls. 
goes back and plays again with the Bulls, then retires, and then winds up coming back with the Washington Wizards. Well, because he, he played baseball in there for a little yeah, while. Yeah, he played with, with the, the White Sox. The White Sox, and he's yeah. going to go play with the Washington Wizards. Right. I have to go to D.C., as you and I occasionally right. do. Yeah. And I realize the, the day I'm up there, there's a basketball game, and Michael Jordan will play in it. Oh. John, I buy tickets, I overpay for them, because yeah. I simply wanted to see him. I mean, here's the greatest never seen him before. sport player yeah. of all time. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I'd like to be able to see him uh, in person. So I buy my ticket, I overpay for him, and this is this is pretty, you know, all this nonsense, you know, phones and right. apps and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So there I am, two days beforehand, Michael Jordan blew out his knee in a game, never played Ooh. another game. Wow. I saw him walk in in his regular street clothes and never got to see Michael Jordan play. Oh, that's a shame. So I guess the best sports athlete I saw play in my lifetime was Tiger Woods right here at the Illinois own PGA uh-huh. Championship. Yeah. In hockey, I was fortunate enough to see Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky for yep. the Blues. Yeah, me too. And in football, back in the day, you know, I, I, Kurt Warner is awesome, but I, I don't consider him on Marshall the level Fulham. of the Great the person player. I'm going to mention, Joe Montana. Oh, I saw Joe Montana play the old football Cardinals, but yeah. – uh, I guess so. I guess it comes down to Tiger Woods for me as the greatest athlete I ever saw huh. play. Well, I saw, <laughs> I saw O.J. Simpson. Did you really? Uh, yeah, was, right here at Bush Stadium. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Um, he Did ran, he kill us? Ran for two hundred and three yards against the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. So he was on fire. Yeah, and uh, but uh, certainly for me, the greatest uh, athlete, and it's somebody that, that was done before you were born. Okay. His last season was 1975. Uh-huh. Talking about the great Bob Gibson. Really? And we and, just lost him recently. Uh, yes, he died in 2020, I believe. And, right. And, uh, and I saw him Did you know you were seeing times. something special oh, yeah. at the time? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's Bob Gibson. I mean, and so, and, and I came along later in his career. I mean, you know, when he had those years in 68, when he had the 1.12 ERA, I was four years old. So I got to enjoy. Now I remember listening to his no hitter on the radio against right. the Pirates in 1971, I believe it was, or 70. Would that have been a Jack Buck call? Uh, it was a Jack Buck call, and it was a no a no hitter for Gibson. He took care of uh, Al Oliver, Vic Davalio, and Willie Stargell in the ninth inning. Wow! And uh, he struck out Stargell to end the game as no hitter for Gibson. Uh, August, I think it was August the 19th of 1971, if my memory serves correctly. Wow. And uh, he was just the greatest pitcher ever. And then, of course, you know, the, the, late in his career. So 1975 was his last year. Do you have the sound on that there, PJ? The no-hitter for Gibson? No, never mind. Um, so his last season, he was kind of struggling. And they were bringing him out of the bullpen. And it was late in the year. And he even thought about leaving midseason. It, Gibson? Yeah, he wasn't hitting his standard. And the Cardinals were, you know, they were doing the farewell tour. And uh, so we, we were playing the Cubs, and it was it was Bob Gibson Day at the ballpark, and they gave him a car. It was the second or third last game of the year. And they'd given him a, a car or something and, you know, showered him. They retired his number. And um, we get into the game, and, the, the you know, the Cardinals are winning. They got a pretty good lead. They bring Gibson in uh, <laughs> late in the game. And he walks the first batter, and he gives up a base hit. He walks the next batter. Bases are loaded. And the Cubs had a utility player by the name of Pete LeCock. Oh, of course. Pete LeCock. LeCock. Well, if you remember the Hollywood Squares, the host of the Hollywood Squares was Peter Marshall. Right. His son 
was Pete Lecoq. Okay. Because uh, Peter Marshall's real name was Pete Lecoq. So, okay. So this was the son of the host of the Hollywood Squares, Pete Lecoq, a very a journeyman player. And he comes up to bat against Bob Gibson with the bases loaded. Uh, and Gibson, the last pitch he threw in Major League Baseball was a grand slam to Pete Lecoq. Is that right? Deep, and that was the last pitch that Bob Gibson threw. Well, you fast forward about five years. And they used to have these old-timers games okay. back in the day. And they'd bring the old players back, and they'd actually play a game on the field or whatever. And so it was the Cardinals and the Cubs. And uh, Gibson was on the mound, and up to the plate comes Pete LeCock in the uh -huh. old-timers game. Right. Oh, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> Drills him in the ribs. Does he? <laughs> yes. Did he laugh? Did LeCock laugh? I don't think he was happy. Gibson still could bring it at that point. He was probably, like, you know, 45 years old. <laughs> uh, but, that was a, but that was the greatest player I've ever seen, the, the greatest pitcher I've ever seen. The guy was just a, a, a complete competitor and, uh, you know, phenomenal. My hero in baseball. Well, listen to this moment. Two men out, nobody on, bottom of the ninth, 11 to nothing Cardinals. One and one on Stargell. The pitch on the way, and a swing and a miss, strike two, a good low breaking ball. And Gibson is one strike away from the no-hitter. He takes off his cap, he mops his brow, he looks in and gets the sign. He starts to wind up, here's the pitch, and it's a strike called! A no-hitter for Gibson! Simmons roars to the mound, embraces Gibson, who's engulfed by his teammates, as the Cardinals win the game 11 to nothing. That was it. And I was I listened to that in my bedroom as a kid. It was 1971. So I would have been seven years old. And um, and of course Mike Shannon was still playing for the Cardinals in 1971. That was the year before Mike Shannon became the Cardinals announcer. Right. So Gibson was in the booth. I don't remember who was with him. Or, I mean, Buck was in the booth. I don't remember who was with him. But uh, that was August the 19th, I do believe, 1971. I'll never forget it. Bob Gibson, no hitter. Well, what a special moment that was. Boy, we've got many special more moments ahead for you. You stick around with us. We're going to take you all the way till 10 o'clock right here on KMOX. It's Hancock and Kelly. Blackbird singing in the dead of Take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. Is it George Harrison? You were only that waiting oh, that's Paul McCartney. This, McCartney. this may be my favorite Beatles song. That's a nice tune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sang it when he uh, was here at um, the Enterprise Center yeah. in his concert. He's a, boy, what a, it's like having Mozart or Beethoven still alive. The fact that Paul McCartney is still alive and performing. I mean, yeah. this is, this, this guy has had the impact of Mozart and Beethoven. I yeah, mean, you can certainly make that case. Yeah. yeah. The, the Beatles are a special band. You, are you a Beatles nut? No, I'm not a nut. I appreciate the music and I've, I've grown to appreciate it more as I've gotten older, I, but I was never into the Beatles as a young man or you really know, no what because your parents were into it or no, you no, were... my parents were in, not into the beatles they were my parents were old yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were they were into you know glenn miller and tommy dorsey oh that is uh, old yeah yeah well they were both born in the 20s my parents were born in the 20s really yeah and so they were roaring in the 20s they were know. roaring in the 20s so in the 30s they lived they lived through the depression yeah well my dad my mom's was a couple of years younger but uh, my dad certainly remembers the depression 
And did you have to hear depression stories all the time <laughs> about did, how, yeah, you, yeah. you know what, you're not finishing your meal. We used to eat yeah. Spam out of cans. And- if, if we had, if we happened to have bread in the house, I could go outside and make myself a tomato sandwich. Is that what he would say to you? <laughs> That's what he would say to me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, those are incredible Americans. Uh, yeah. So birds were the topic that I wanted to bring up with you. because yes. uh, So I'm walking in the park the other day, yeah. and there's this group of people dressed up in goofy outfits oh. like they're on safari, and they were bird watchers. Bird and there's watchers a bird watchers club park. in Forest Park. Huh. Now, here's the deal. They're bird watchers, yeah. and then they dress like bird watchers, like, like they're in a jungle somewhere. You're in Forest Park. They got the little you're, nets. Or, you're you're five minutes from the Galleria. You're hardly in the yeah, wildlife, yeah, yeah. hanging out in Forest Park, spying on the birds. Oh, and but I was somewhat jealous of them. They so, have their little, gla- little glasses. And that's, little, little... So I'm on my walk, and I see this gaggle of people, and I think, well, what's going on? And they, they're dressed goofy, and they're yeah. all looking at something. Mm-hmm. So I, I just walked over there. Yeah. And, you know, one guy was describing this owl they were looking at. Well, I could never find it. And you know, owl. I'm like staring there. In, in a, broad daylight in now. Uh-huh. Huh. And he was, well, I guess he was in there sleeping or yeah, hanging right. out That's or what whatever they do. they do. Yeah. And uh, I never could find them. But, I mean, there must have been 15 of them standing right there, and they're looking maybe 50, 60 feet away. And then this nice lady came over and tried to point it out, but I, I, I couldn't figure it out. But, uh, it, you know, birds are beautiful, right? Well, so are, I kind of liked the idea of maybe being a part of bird things. So then I go home that night, John. Yeah. I got a dead bird on my back porch. Oh, flew I, into the window probably? No, I don't think he did. I think it meant too many birthdays. Oh, uh, just an the, old yeah, so it kind of Yeah, so the it was kind of under. I have like a little uh, coffee table out on my patio. yeah. yeah. And he was just kind of under the coffee table, just kind of on his side, and I think he just went there for his final rest. That's how I'm going to go. Yeah, under, I had to, under the coffee table. So then I had to pick him up. Yeah. And then I'm thinking maybe he's got the bird flu. Ooh. Because you know the bird flu is everywhere around. right yeah. now, and uh-huh. I so now I'm washing my hands. Oh, you picked the bird up? You uh, yeah, I picked him up. I, well, not with my bare hands. Oh. What I did is I went and got a paper bag. Yeah. And then I got one of those Ziploc bags. Yeah. And I put my hand inside the Ziploc bag. Yeah, well, I picked up the bird. Yeah. I put it that's in the what, paper bag. That's what paper towels are for. Then I dropped the plastic yeah, bag yeah, off yeah, of my hand. Yeah, I yeah. rolled the bag yeah, over yeah, yeah. and then immediately took it outside and disposed of it. Yeah, poor guy. Without trying to touch anything in the house because yeah. I'm, I'm worried about the bird flu. Heck, I'm worried about COVID. Well, I'm worried fact, about the, the bird the flu. Bird, the dead bird could have died of the bird flu. He could have died of the bird yeah. flu, yeah. That's why, you, that's why you use the paper towel. <laughs> you, you get like a half a roll of bounty. Right, and you just get just a lot of it. That's how I kill bugs, and uh, you get a half a roll of bounty, and then because there ain't nothing getting between that bird, your hand, and that half a roll of bounty. Well, what did you think I make a poor decision with a big plastic well, bag? Yeah, plastic bags are porous. I mean, you got you know they're stuff. not porous, well, Hancock. Got, what are you, you talking you, about? You could never know if you got the avian no flu. porous is uh, the 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 paper towel is porous. No, no, not if you get enough of it. I'm talking about a half a roll. I went and, with plastic. Yeah, I thought I did yeah, a good job. Yeah, no, you didn't. So you, you pick up the bird with the paper towels, and then you. So then the other the other benefit of the paper towel, okay, okay. as opposed to the plastic. If Not, you're using the plastic, you could still see the dead bird. Right. Nobody wants to. Well, see Well, I that. put it in the paper bag. Yeah, but you first. Got so the you plastic. Want, put it in swaddling clothes yes, and laid it in the trash. I don't want to look at the bird. Yeah. Once I get down there, I don't even. So I kind of. I don't even look. I, I kind of root for it there, you know. Or the, right. The right. Paper towels. And, Oop! There's a lump. And uh-huh. then, so then you then pick, pick the it lump up. up, and then you put it in the bag. You, and then you throw the bag. Away. That's how you deal with a bird. That's how I kill the stink bugs. 
uh, which uh, the stink bugs. Oh my! You you kill them with paper towels? Yes. Oh, you're and, such and, a man, and John lots Hancock. Of them. Lots you're of so them. manly. Well, you got to because they stink. The, the stink bugs. Yeah, that's the whole point of being a stink bug. Is that, you that they stink? What stink. purpose do they serve? To stink. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, like cockroaches. It's kind of like we the, can't figure out why they it's exist. It's like it's like the Cubs. And so <laughs> you, you, you got the paper towels there, and you pinch the stink bug nice and tight, and then you take it out, and you then don't you have can to ever smell look it, at it again. But you can smell it when you're pinching I it. I can't smell it. Gus can smell it. Do, do, uh, do you do the squeezing so that it pops and you no, have the satisfaction that you it, killed no, the bug? No, 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 I don't want to hear a bug pop. Uh, and the stink bugs I, are kind of thin, so they don't like actually you, pop. You did mention about the bird about hitting the window. That happens occasionally at my place. Well, I've they, got a big plate window there. because yeah, they want to come in and say hi. And they go, boom, right yeah. into it. And sometimes yeah. it hurts them and snaps their uh, neck. I've done that before. Yeah, well, I've walked into a glass door yep, before. I have too. Yeah. I put that's it. why That's why you should never clean your windows. Mm. Uh, because, you know, you clean the windows and people are going to walk in there and then you're going to have to replace the, the sliding yeah, well, door. Yeah, sliding door, right? Uh-huh. Well, mine, mine's big plate glass goes floor to ceiling, so it would make sense that birds would maybe see their yeah. reflection and just fly right in. Well, and you it. got that nice furniture in there. Yeah, you know, and, and I got right. And they, maybe they want to come in and lounge, yeah. but do you, at your house, you've got a tri- standard house. You don't have those ridiculous sized windows. Do the birds uh, still fly into the window oh, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the kitchen, you know, we got the three windows. Oh, the three-season three room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, they'll fly into that a lot. Do you ever worry that they're going to bust it open and, like, break the window? I don't like birds. Um, You're not a bird fan? No, I had a bird in the house one time. I have had that happen, uh, yeah. We came home. Uh, we were out, and we came home, and the, the babysitter <clears throat> got in her car. She was, ran out the door, and, and she's I, I gave her their 30 bucks or whatever. <laughs> She, she says, there's a bird in the house. See ya. <laughs> the kids are screaming. Bloody murder. They're screaming at the top. Of the, there's a bird. In the, and then I, all of a sudden, flop, 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 there's a bird in the house. So I'm thinking, oh, what am I going to do? I hate, I mean, I am terrified of birds. Right. So I did what any strong Called man of the house would do. I ran up to my bedroom and closed the door. <laughs> and uh, the kids are screaming down. And like, ah! <laughs> screaming. It's in the it's in the dining room. They said. And so I thought, so who I took care of something. this? So so I figured I got to do something here. So I grabbed some sheets out of the linen closet. Mm-hmm. I, I went down and enclosed the dining room with the bird in it with sheets. And, and then so, what? Then we were very fortunate, Michael. Oh. Bill Bill next door. Oh Lord! Had, had just come home from a wedding. And he was. Uh, you have literally had, just emasculated yourself. I had two sheets hanging up on the uh, on the dining room, but fortunately, Bill had three sheets going on. Uh-huh. And so we said to Bill, "We got this bird in that, you know." So he came over. He said, "I need a fly swatter and I need a shoebox." And so we provided him with his <laughs> scalpel. And uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Bill, he, he peels back the corner of the sheet. He walks into the dining room, and then we hear, "Flop, flop, flop." Silence. And then he walks out with a shoebox in his hand, and he said, in his famous words, the bird is dead. (laughs) (laughs) That That bird didn't have to die. Oh, yeah, he did. So I hopped in the shower one day, had left my back door open. I know we're running out of time, and a bird flew in. Yeah. And so I come out, all of a sudden I look around my house and there's bird poop everywhere. Oh, bird poop is the worst. Yeah, and I'm he's scared to death, right? So this bird is, and he's trying to fly into the window on the way out. So there I am in a towel. Yeah. So I went and grabbed another towel. Yeah. And just like you, as he was fluttering against the window, yeah, yeah. I enclosed him in the towel. 
Yeah. And then I got him kind of in a ball, and then I took him outside and opened the towel, and he, and he flew, flew away. away. Free. Yeah. I saved that bird's life. Well, folks, that's the difference between a liberal and a conservative right there. <laughs> Michael Kelly, John Hancock will be back next hour. Sean Michael Lyle is next on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 